0: Some people think it's kind of vain that I have my phone and I record my homilies. I, I, don't, I don't expect them to get really large, you know, following or something. But, you know, I, I do it primarily for myself so that I'm not repeating myself over and over again so I know what I preached last year and all that kind of stuff so that I have variety. Because, you know, you preach after a few years and you start saying the same thing over and over again. It's like you have one homily then you just kind of rehash over and over again. So I really want. To, I don't want to do that. So that's why I record my homily the primary reason. Okay, so we have the Gospel of Luke today. This is a neat your uh, attention to the last part of this passage. He says, when an unclean spirit goes out of someone, it roams through arid regions searching for rest, but finding none, it says, I shall return to my home from which I came. But upon returning, it finds it swept and clean, put in order. Then it goes and brings back seven other spirits, more wicked than itself, who move in there and dwell there. And the last condition is worse than the first. Uh, Jesus' implication here is he's, he's speaking kind of metaphorically. He's saying that essentially this is what's happening to the towns I go into. I clean them up. Okay, I do these good things. And then I'm going to go away and it's going to get worse. Okay. So, you know, he really did cast out the demons, he removed the evil in a town or a village that he visited, but his, the, the worse than the fact that the evil was there that had to be cleaned up is the fact that after he cleans it up, it's going to move in, back in, and it's going to get worse even than the first, as the last condition of that man is worse than his first. And uh, I think there, there's, I think Jesus is speaking about demons for real, I mean, real real demons but there's multiple applications of this uh, even at a psychological level what i what i think of is that oftentimes it's not enough to just oppose a bad habit you got to have a good habit in its place okay so if you've got some kind of bad behavior that you're dealing with yourself or your children or even at a larger social level you can't just be against it and clean it up and then expect it not to get worse okay because the the real problem is that there isn't some good thing that's actually dwelling there the problem is that it's empty it's uninhabited okay so it's just, it's just begging for some kind of bad behavior to take its place this is a basic psychological principle so when you're dealing with people with addictions for example you got to say you know what is it in your life that you're trying to uh fill by this bad behavior. There's some kind of absence, okay? There's an empty house going on here. And if you don't want the bad behavior, you, it's not enough just to remove the bad behavior. you got to fill that absence with something. So oftentimes, people who are addicted to alcohol or various things today, I mean, there's, there's help for all certain, all sorts of kinds of addictions, sexual addictions and gambling and eating and all this kind of stuff. What they're doing is they're looking to medicate some kind of a wound that's there, and what there's a need, there's a deeper need for fulfillment um, that's got to be in place. Uh, and oftentimes we, what we do is we feel like uh, I'm probably going to preach about this this weekend. Essentially, we feel like we've got something taken from us, some very deep disappointment in life. Something didn't work out the way that it was we thought it would go. And so there's this absence, or at least we perceive there to be an absence, and we pay ourselves back with some bad behavior. So you get the grouchy person who's grouchy with everybody. Why are they grouchy? They're probably filling some kind of a void, some sort of an absence, a felt absence from some serious event or chain of serious events earlier on in their life. And that's, that's what they're dealing. So the demon comes and, you know, finds it swept and it occupies itself and it brings seven demons worse and it, you know. So the, the deal is that after the cleanup happens, you gotta have Jesus dwelling in that house and then the, the evil spirit's not gonna come back and he's not gonna invite his buddies to have a little party there. So you gotta have Jesus really dwelling there permanently. So in our own lives, you know, uh, look at it even at the, at the societal level. Today what we see, we think that we can solve everything with laws. Okay? And uh, those are necessary, but they're not sufficient. So if we have just enough laws that make those deadbeat dads pay their child support, if we have just enough laws that are going to get those child abusers out of our schools and out of our churches, if we got just enough laws to do X, Y, and Z. Well, wait a second. Why do we have all these problems to begin with? There's something missing, some fundamental positive good that's missing to begin with. Healthy families, people living lives that, th- that they find actually meaningful and not just these empty lives. You know, there's got to be some kind of positive thing there. So laws are fine, but they're not the end-all, be-all solution to our problems. Uh, but anyways, in our own lives, individually, If we're dealing with some kind of bad behavior, some bad habit that we've got, what is it that we're trying to fill? There's an absence there and we need it. There's some kind of a need that's, that, that is going unmet. So we gotta really dig deep and use reflection and ask the Lord, what is the need that's being unmet? And Lord, can you help me figure out a way that I can take responsibility for that need and, and get it met and look for help? so forth and so on, whatever that might be. Um, So, and in the end of the day, though, that, that which fills that absence is going to be Jesus, ultimately.